This is Pinedale, Oregon, and not a lot happens here, usually. Here, we find Molly Maleficarum, who has just been fired. After accidentally mentioning on camera that she hopes no one is idiotic enough to actually eat dinner at the Silver Stranger because everyone knows that their service is complete trash. And also the last time I ate there, I ordered the eggs and it gave me the worst case of the shits that I've had in ages. Your roommate, Ophelia Helm, sits up on the couch fully awake immediately. Are you serious? She reaches uh, down, grabs the computer. She opens it up to Twitter. Your face is already on the screen. How much wine have you drank? Well, the bottle that you got me this morning, plus I found another one in the cupboard. And then there was one that I had wrapped up that I was planning to give to my cousin Lucy for her bachelorette party. Hi, Molly. This is uh, uh, Arthur Darby. I'm, I'm calling you about your uh, application where we try to keep things normal and natural, but the truth of the matter is that our full title is Pinedale Investigative Supernatural Services. We're not a detective agency. We're dealing with supernatural things. As the door blows open, you look to find six foot, very broad shouldered. He is wrapped in bandages. Close the door. As you close the door, you can see a small little cat, hairless, stinks pretty bad, dead. Uh, run out the door. So uh, the cat now gets plus one on its rolls and you can see it wriggle free and limp into an alleyway and jump up a couple boxes onto the roof. Arthur runs up behind it, takes the flask that was in in his pocket, hurls it at the, the creature. All of the flames go out at once and as the flames go out you realize that there's nothing there except for a pile of dust on the ground. He gestures to the the pile of dust on the ground. He says this was Rotep. Uh, he's a mummy. Uh, he's on loan from a British museum, and that cat was the, the demon that uh, brought it back to life. There's a demon loose in the city of Pinedale. There's demons, there's monsters, there's vampires, there's everything. Molly. And uh, Pinedale's job is to catch them and stop them from wreaking havoc. Now that I know that this is out here, I guess there's no going back, right? I- I'm in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Molly's Monsters of Starring Role. Uh, my name is Mick Dickinson, and I am your keeper. I'm Susan Dickinson, playing Molly. And guest starring... Michelle Johnson, playing Lilith Jones. It's been a couple days since our last adventure. Molly, you've gotten your I-9 in, your standard contract signed, you've proven you're an American citizen, you've been assigned a gun, as most American citizens are... And had a few things explained to you in a little bit more detail. So as you're setting, settling into the offices of the Pinedale Investigative Supernatural Services, uh, you have been assigned a desk that you don't plan to spend much time at. There are only like two drawers on it, a lot of file uh, containers on the top of it, maybe a computer screen. Uh, your job is not the research. Your job is what's called public relations. You are relating to the public. You are making sure that the supernatural contains or is contained in Pinedale. Okay, but as Molly goes through her first couple days, more than uh, chasing down a demon cat and uh, defeating a mummy uh, from the Egyptian era on loan from the British Museum, you finally get a chance to run into Arthur. Uh, Roman is on on assignment, so you don't get a chance to talk to him, but you get a chance to run into Arthur more than a couple times and ask any sort of questions that you need to. So what... What the audience will see, assumably, is a sort of montage that day-to-day while Molly's going about her business, uh, she turns to Arthur and just happens to come up with a question that he can hopefully calmly answer. So you're going to give me, like, really good life insurance, right? Because this shit is crazy. I am putting my life at risk every single day. I at least want to know that if something happens to me, you're going to give some money to my mom or whatever. Well, uh, yes. Actually, we uh, uh, do have uh, 
quite the life insurance policy. Unfortunately, uh, the Supernatural, still pretty under wraps, much like that mummy that we killed. Uh, and so you can only die of natural causes, like gunshots, to qualify for life insurance. So, uh, magic zapping or vampire bite, uh, we'll figure something out. Great. So, what exactly do you mean by public relations if the public doesn't really know about all of this. So you're not typing up press releases or making a tweet go viral. You are relating to the public and you are out there in the public making sure that the supernatural does not become the normal. We want to make sure that all of these <laughs> ghosts and ghoulies stay on the right side of unknown. So tell me more about Roman. Uh, he's one of our best agents. His wife and family were killed by Dr. Frankenstein's monsters. Uh, it, is a, it is a terrible thing to hear, but uh, he's turned that sort of rage into uh, really great detective, angry, shooty work. Uh, he seems to be pretty enraptured in that sort of vengeance, so he's not going to be very personal. He's a little prickly. Hmm. I suppose that makes sense for someone who hunts monsters for a living. How many employees work here? Uh, several. And you said there's chapters of the investigative supernatural services all across the country? Please, Pinedale Investigative Supernatural Service is not even just in Pinedale. Uh, but there are multiple offices in Pinedale. We have a research uh, base that is somewhere else in Pinedale. I'm never quite sure of where. Uh, I'm not in charge of Pinedale Investigative. I'm in charge of public relations. I'm simply a department head. And it, it tends to move through dimensions sometimes. So the research is a little bit hard to nail down. But I'm sure eventually you'll meet Elva. Uh, she'll, she'll fill you in on whatever it is she does over there. Elva. They're all mm -hmm. bookworms. Like, literally? No. They're bookworms? Molly, there's no such thing as bookworms. Okay, Arthur. Okay, so we've established that there are mummies. Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster are both yeah, real. Frankenstein was a Frankenstein's monster, yes. And weird demon cats. That's well, it. Weird is general. That's it, right? Like, all the rest of the stuff. Zombies, real, ghosts, real, real. goblins? Uh, they don't prefer to be called that, but yes, real. What about, like, succubi and incubi and uh, witches and wizards? Oh, witches, speaking of which, ha ha ha, yeah, speaking of which, they're all real. But uh, speaking of which, I'm gonna I'm about to send you out on your own uh, case here today. Uh, it should be an easy one. You've got a nose for investigation. Uh, your journalism classes have taught you to ask the right questions, uh, taught you to blend in, get the info that you need to get. This should not be a punchy shooty kind of thing if you play your cards right, uh, but we're, we're getting you out there. Uh, so in order to get you out there, uh, I want to make sure that you've got all your equipment just in case. Once again, you're a professional. It's almost like some sort of archetype you embody. Those brass knuckles that I gave you yesterday... Or not yesterday. What am I saying? Several days ago. The time is a little weird. Okay. Yes, I have them. I don't know that I feel super comfortable using them. <laughs> I mean, if you don't feel comfortable using them, it's better to have them and not need them. Uh, they're holy. So if you ever happen to run into one of those ghosts and or ghoulies, uh, they'll, they'll do the job pretty handily on nearly any undead creature. They've been doused in holy water. I'm sure you felt a tingle. When you put them on your fingers. I mean, I guess. They'll give you more crunch in your punch. Oh, God. I'm going to have to punch something, aren't I? More slam in your jam. Excuse you're me. Sending I'm sorry. Me I'm sorry. More jam my... in your slam. You're sending me Molly, out here more, on my own? More jam in your slam. I okay. Yes, 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 yes. Arthur, I get it. Okay. Slam in your jam. Great joke. Very funny. No, I messed up. It was a mistake. Jamming Sorry, terrible mistake, Wait, Arthur. which one was the right Not one? Not funny at all. Uh, okay. He fault his hands. 
Oh, okay. Uh, your brass knuckles. Keep them. They're a. If I had to describe them, they'd be some sort of holy hand uh, weapon. Also, I want you to take this. And he, uh, from some desk drawer, you don't even know which. It's like this heavy oaken desk. And you've noticed that none of the whirls, like, you know, whirls on a wooden desk, are never in the same place twice. Uh, it's just kind of odd. Uh, but he, out of some desk drawer, he seems to reach down far too far uh, for a normal, like, desk drawer. Uh, he pulls out what you see as just, like, a gun, because it is. Um, you don't, does Molly know a whole lot about guns? It's like a pistol. She knows that much. Yep, I know, uh, Molly knows the basics. I know the basics about guns. Remember, I, I shot Skeet one time. You don't cheat, you don't cheat Skeet with pistols. I know, but, like, I know the basics about how so to operate So it's a real point-and-click kind of operation. Yeah. Okay, so I'm he pulls for it. He pulls out a pistol, uh, a non-revolver, an automatic or a semi-automatic pistol, uh, and he says, "Now, listen, we're not exactly a legal organization, uh, but owning a gun is technically legal. So here is your gun uh, that you'll be using. This is no laughing matter. It kills good people too. So I want you to be Molly." Look me in it, Molly. Look me in Arthur, the eyes. Arthur, I'm not an idiot. I know that guns can kill people. Don't shoot anybody you don't need to shoot. That being said. Okay. Shoot people you do need to shoot. Uh, I don't know about this that. This comes with three magazines, and he takes out magazines. You know what a magazine is? I, I do. He takes out three magazines, and he holds them between his fingers. Now, you'll see this one. Normal, everyday, bullet. Lead. That's for, like, cultists and stuff, I guess. Let's hope you don't have to use it. I've only had to shoot several people. And then he points at the middle one, which is a much brighter uh, color. And he goes, now this one's silver. That's just on about any sort of monster. Your werewolves. Let, I mean, I know many fine werewolves, but I've seen them get drunk, and I've seen them turn, and they're both pretty bad, he says. This final one, it may look like a regular bullet, but you see the tiny little cross at the head of it? Those are holy water bullets. Holy water bullets? Holy water bullets. So I'm basically turning this thing into a giant water gun. No, no, no. There's water in the bullets, he says. Well, then how does the water get out of the bullet? You shoot somebody with it. It's blessed. It doesn't have to, like, they don't have to drink it, Molly. Okay, okay. I thought we covered this in your orientation, he says. Okay, Did we you covered read the a pamphlets? lot of things in the pamphlet, Arthur. This is a lot for me to digest, and now you're telling me I have to shoot something. Listen, I don't like yelling at you while I'm giving you a gun. That's not a good look for an administrator. Okay, fine, 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 fine. I have the gun. I have the three magazines. This one's holy water. This one's silver. This one's lead. Good. Nice. And we can resupply you uh, when we need to. In fact, I'm not even going to keep track of how many times we resupply you. Uh, but what I was getting to, witches you asked about. Yes, they're real, and they're in Pinedale. Quite a few of them. There's a coven in Pinedale. And they're in a spot of trouble, Molly. Uh, I, I don't mean to tell you that a magical item shop in the old town uh, has been knocked over. It's been robbed. This doesn't happen a lot because not a lot of people know about these magical item shops. Uh, they're usually in curio shops that not even your grandma would want to go into or out-of-season Halloween shops. So what kind of objects are we talking about here? What kind of things do they sell in oh, these shops? you know, minor forgotten saints, shin bones, anti-saints, toe bones, the usual silver and crosses. And I mean, that kind of just sounds like the gift shop at the Vatican. Yeah, well, you sound like the gift shop at the Vatican. Arthur, your jokes are not very good today. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm tense because of this. Now... They also usually carry recipe ingredients for magical spells. That's what's been taken. Okay, like a Who cookbook? No, like ugh, like Wolfsbane. This oh, is ingredients. ingredients. I thought you meant like the recipes. No. Okay, okay, okay. Ingredients, ingredients for a spell and such. So, who needs to do spells? Witches. Who needs ingredients to do those spells? Witches. I, I know some. I know very many good witches, but this this is pointing to them. So I need you to head on down to that magic shop, kind of, they can't call the police, right? Supernatural needs to say supernatural. So it kind of falls to us to make sure they're being, well, I don't want to say protected. That makes us sound like a racket. And he kind of stops. Are we a racket? No, 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 no. We're, we're investigative. So I need you to go down there. Ask, a, we're not a racket. I see your eyebrows, Molly. 
I need you to go down there, ask a couple questions, find out what's going down, take a look around, figure out why this got knocked over. This this isn't Pinedale, he says. Okay, Arthur, I'll go check it out. Okay, so he dusts his hands, he leans back as you begin to leave his desk. The world's on his, or I believe to leave, begin to leave his room. The world's on his desk, once again, are a little bit different. Uh, on your way out, on this, like, padded carpet, you were here when you first signed up. Uh, you're walking out of one of the window did offices uh, that you first got interviewed in. Uh, across all the people doing their research on what you used to think were disreputable websites, but have since been taught, uh, carry some of the, the best information there is to have. Uh, that's how... Uh, Pinedale Investigative gets a lot of its info mm-hmm. uh, is through, you know, sites and seeings uh, all across the country. They've got a pretty dedicated cadre of uh, investigators that are semi-professional that do mm-hmm. their finding. And you're the professional that deals with the finding. So you see those people doing all their their uh, basic sort of frontline stuff. As you're beginning to walk out, uh, feeling that weird sort of like back small of your back holster where you're going to keep your uh, gun and the the pocket in your what are you wearing by the way to a job like this now um i have upgraded part of my wardrobe so i sold some of my old reporters clothes my my blazers and my suits um i'm now wearing like comfortable easy to move in like black denim pants Ooh. And I'm wearing a like, real Camille look, huh? Yeah. That's an inside not like, joke. Not like super tight ones, but like comfortable, easy to move around in. I've got um, the running shoes that Arthur makes everybody wear. And just like a normal gray t-shirt with a dark gray leather jacket over it. Nice. So a real, a real uh, lady, lady investigator kind of look. Exactly. Hair up in a ponytail. I am ready for action. Got like a, a bag slung over my back Ooh. to keep my stuff in. Nice. And then I've got the, the holster with the, the gun, some weird bra- stuff in my pocket. Nice. So you got the brass knuckles in your bag and you got the gun in your holster and you got uh, a small amount of like that that jacket is pretty leathery, kind of motorcycle-y, I would assume. Mm-hmm. So that's what counts as to your extra armor. Right? Okay. Um, so as you're leaving, uh, getting ready to go out on this mission, uh, kind of preparing for your first quasi solo mission since you're going to be asking questions you're pretty used to such a thing uh, a woman walking towards you with the highest cheekbones you have ever seen and one of the deepest cut dresses you've ever seen uh but like sensible shoes she's not trying to seduce anyone or anything like that she's not a seductress she's just extraordinarily like cut she's cut like glass mm. her face is very angular uh, she kind of grabs you by the arm on your way out and looks at you with purpose. And she goes, oh, you're the new one, she says in a, in a pretty breathy voice. Um, y- yes, yes. Hi. Hi. My name's Molly. Uh, you're right. I'm new yes, here. I know. Just Okay. What's, what's your name? My name is Elva Wellington. I'm the head of research at Pinedale Investigative Supernatural Services. Elva. Yes. Arthur's mentioned you. It's nice oh, to meet you. Good. She says she does not seem happy at the mention of Arthur. So um, I'm actually on my way out, Elva. But is there anything I can do for you so far? I want to let I want to remind you that you're in public. Really, I'm in research now. I came over here to talk to you specifically, Molly. Was it? Y- yep. Yes, yep, I Molly. know. It was Molly. Uh, came over here specifically from the research branch to tell you you're in public relations, and most of my research and my life relies on the supernatural staying hidden. We can't have it going everywhere. There'd be hell to pay. So when you get out there, it's your first mission, right? Uh, first solo one, yes. Yes, I know. Um, when you get out there, you need to make sure to keep the things that are under wraps under wraps, like a mummy. Um, yes, yes, ma'am. So, you're usually people in your position are brash and unexpectable. That's bad for research, but... If it gets the job done, I can adapt. I've become good at it over the years, she says. I will certainly do my best, Elva. Great. And she walks away. And then she turns the corner. And as you uh, begin to walk after her to head out the door, you look down the corner and she's not there anymore. I keep walking out of the building out to my company car, muttering to myself and shaking my head. I'm sorry, down to the company car. 
muttering to myself and shaking my head that, man, I work with a bunch of crackpots. Who's this lady? She claims like she knows everything. Arthur is just being absolutely bizarre today. Everyone keeps really driving home the point that no one's supposed to know about the supernatural, which maybe you just shouldn't hire random people and tell them all about the supernatural before they accept the job. Listen, I'm not here to poke holes in your plot, okay? (laughs) So, uh, you get to your company car. You've designed your own company car, I believe, Uh right? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. So, Monster of the Week, the system that we are playing allows you to... Uh, especially the professional, to have a couple added bonuses, and one of them is mobile, that Susan gets to design her own car. Uh, So, Susan, if you'd like to share with us what your personal company car looks like. So, most of the company vehicles that are owned by Pinedale Investigative Supernatural Services are pretty nondescript. Um, So, mine is an older Ford Taurus. Looks like just about every other car on the road. All of them are a dark gray color, um, all of the companies that are owned by PISS. Um, but oh. given that I am the newest staff member, I kind of am on the lower end of the totem pole. So my car is not exactly great. It's about 16 or 17 years old. It, it's been cared for pretty well, but you can definitely tell some wear and tear. Um, it's, it's equipped with all the things that I need. I have a medical kit and a tool kit in the trunk. So easy access to that when I need it. Um, but the car itself is a little bit temperamental. You have to, you know, press down just the right amount on the brake in order to get it shifted into gear. Sometimes it has a hard time starting. The windshield wipers can be a little bit touch and go. Hmm. It sounds like a real trooper. It is. Uh, so you take this this four Taurus, any name for it? Hmm. Not yet. I need some time to bond with my vehicle before okay, I decide its name. Oh, I'm sure everyone else is weird. Uh, you leave the Pinell Investigative parking garage down the street. Uh, you're going to go across the Samson River, across Lincoln Island, uh, the bridge over Lincoln Island, uh, which houses a couple of the... Uh, parking lots that lead into the courthouse which is also on lincoln island it's a small little sandbar that they've made look fancy by putting a bunch of marble uh buildings on it you don't know how they managed to swing that without dispersing the rest of the island uh you head into the old town uh of pinedale which you're not really sure how a town in oregon could have an old town uh with such windy thin streets but you park outside the old town and you head in uh you have the address of the store on your phone You've been to the old town as a private citizen, not for anything in particular, you know, uh, if you want some weird sort of groceries or uh, to be yelled at by a woman in a babushka, uh, you know exactly where to find it in the old town. Uh, So through the long, windy streets, you come across a Halloween store. Uh, It's currently, actually, it's pretty close to Halloween, so there's there's some traffic in it. Uh, It's it's pretty late October. There's, There's mild amounts of traffic in it. Uh, but the, the costume selection is pretty terrible. Uh, so as you move back through the costume selection, you see cartoon witches, you know, skeleton outfits, mm-hmm. all sorts of different stuff on your way through. Uh, heading into the, the back room where you can hear the most commotion, you find uh, a little bit more uh, dispersed merchandise. Things are a little bit more haphazard, cattywampus. Uh, and somebody, just a worker there, stops and goes, Hi, uh, you, you can't be back here. Hi, I I, I, sh- um, I extend my hand very confidently. That I, sounded extraordinarily ex- confident. I know it really did. Um, I've decided that because I'm a little bit nervous and feel like I don't really know what I'm doing, I'm just going to be confident, going to be strong, going to pretend like I own the place. Walk in, extend my hand. Hi, my name's Molly. I'm from Pinedale Investigative Supernatural Services. I uh, hear you've been having Sounds. some problems. Like you're trying to manipulate someone. A little bit. So we're going to have you roll for that one. Okay. Once I find you 2d6. All right, so to manipulate someone, I roll plus charm. And I have a minus one for charm. Ooh. And you got a five total. So yep. you get a four, so that has a massive failure. What, what happens on a, a failure for charm or manipulate a person? 
Out of five, you fail, or a four, I'm sorry, minus one, I'm trying. Mm-hmm. You fail to manipulate someone, the the, uh, the man with this, like, the polo and the name tag that says, check, on it goes, supernatural? No, what are you, like, I don't know you. You need to leave, this, we're, we, get out. It says, we're the police. Uh, um, um, I, I'm... Sorry, I was playing a Halloween joke. Have a good afternoon. Bye. <laughs> um, I go back out into the store, decide to regroup a little bit, because obviously the most direct approach wasn't really working. Um, so I'm going to walk around the, the front part of the store a little bit, see if I can overhear any of the employees talking, get a little bit more information that way. I mean, you hear about people breaking into the store. Uh, you hear about how the windows were broken in. That is a very smash and grab kind of thing, very physical. Uh, but not, none of the costumes were stolen. None of the money was stolen. They're very weirded out. They think it's just somebody like threw a rock at the window. Uh, they realize that people were in there because, like, stuff is knocked over, but they yeah. can't find anything stolen. Okay. So the people in the front don't really have any any understanding of the the thefts that went on. Have the windows been repaired? No, they're they're still there. Okay. Like, they're... I'm just gonna go check out the windows and see if I can. Sounds like you're trying to investigate a mystery. I am going to investigate a mystery. I'm gonna go check out the windows and see what I can see. So investigating a mystery, I roll plus sharp, which for me is a plus one. <laughs> Dang, four total. Uh, there's when there's glass on the ground. Great. But does it say anything about failure? You don't get any questions, or you get one or zero? Uh, I'm assuming I don't get any questions for that. Does not specifically say, but gonna go ahead and make that. There's glass sense. on the ground. It's been broken. You're gonna have to do the thinking yourself. You can't help. I can't help you. Okay. It's been broken into the store, so don't even think about something escaping. Okay. Um, are there any, like, can you, are there, like, any heavy objects that are inside? Like, was it a rock that was thrown through and, like, you can no, still you see the rock? No, you don't see any heavy objects, but uh, you can safely assume that a weapon might have been used and taken with. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, there's no boulder on the inside. Yeah. But. Okay, so I go around to the back and try to find like the entrance to the back part of the store. Okay, as you're walking around the the store, you like on those cobblestone streets that mark the old town. Mm-hmm. These sorts of very Eastern European windy streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, you make it around back and you see some more worried people out back. Uh, that don't have the same sort of like Kmart polos on that the Halloween people do. Uh, they're very looking very worried, and they're standing next to sort of like an iron door in the back of the the shop. Uh, but it has a a normal sort of just regular steel handle, no iron there. Okay. Um, I'm gonna like walk not slowly enough to attract suspicion but like not super quickly to see if i can overhear any of the conversation as i approach uh as you start to walk forward you kind of hear uh talking about being robbed again uh took and you can't really make out the names of the ingredients or anything uh but you can tell that they are uh uh sort of freaking out a little bit okay um can i ask a question about uh, P-I-F-S. Mm-hmm. How well known is Arthur or how well known so, is the company? In terms of the world. In the supernatural community. Yes. In, the, in terms of the world and the soup community, uh, it's sort of like a men in black situation. Okay. That uh, Pinedale Investigative is known to the supernatural community as okay. like the law enforcement. Okay. So it is known. Yes. Okay. Just not to chat out front. Um, so I am going to try to politely interrupt. Excuse me, ma'am. Howdy. Hi. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't even know why I did that voice. I'm just really, I'm trying to act normal. It's okay. And it came out weird. It's been a very stressful time, I'm sure. Yeah, we, you're, we've been robbed. Uh, you're from Pine Vale, right? I am. I am. Okay, thank God. Oh, I'm sorry. We just, we've been robbed, but it's so weird. Because we get along great with everyone, and this is the first time anything like this has happened. Yeah. It's just so, ah, 
Oh, I'm so sorry. This sounds like such a horrible, stressful time. I grab her hand. I'm like patting her on yeah, the shoulder. Yeah, she kind of like puts a, a napkin. Being a or, listening uh, ear. Puts a Kleenex to her nose and uh, is working on it. And and uh, uh, another woman uh, comes out and she's like, she's she's had a bit of a day, um, but I would be happy to answer any questions that you have. And also, I'm developing my voice as I talk. Okay. Um, <laughs> my name is Molly. Great. Nice to meet you, Molly. My name is Sharon. Okay, Sharon. Um, can you, can we just start Let's back wrap. at the beginning? We came in this morning okay. to see the, the broken window, and we figured it was a cash grab on the Halloween costume place. Mm-hmm. But none of the Halloween costumes were, were you know, filched. Uh, they couldn't get through this back door for a lot of reasons, whoever it was. Uh, could not get through the magical barriers that we put here. Broke instead with physical means through the window. Uh, then they stole a whole lot of ingredients. But the weird thing is that none of these ingredients really go together. None of the ingredients they stole work. Hmm. Does it seem like the ingredients were stolen by someone who didn't quite know what they would do with them? Yeah, it's like if you went to a grocery store and bought, like, lamb and oranges and, like, mozzarella cheese. Like, the meal you make out of that's not going to be any good. Hmm. So, how many things were stolen, Sharon? Like, armfuls, I guess. We've just got, you know... Eastern European old-timey shop store mm-hmm. sort of barrels of stuff. And this is the first time that anything strange like this has happened? Uh, it, seemed like, it seemed like it. And then the, the crying woman goes, I've been here for years and they've always treated us right. Why would they stop? Why would they stop? I turn back towards Sharon and, and I gesture to the crying woman and say, well, she says that you haven't had any problems with anyone else in the community. Is that true? Can you think of anyone who would want to steal from you or harm the store oh not no not that i could think of um our burglar alarm is still going off <laughs> man the dryer ruining the <laughs> fiction uh not that i can think of uh that would want to hurt us no i i i mean there's that witch's coven in town that could certainly use some of these ingredients but they don't seem the type they've been pretty loyal customers they uh I, I I don't think they'd have anything to do with it. Hmm. But they, they might know more about it. Okay. Okay. Can you tell me more about the Witch's Coven? Where are they located? Uh, Actually, they they're, it's less of a coven and more like a support group. Uh, magic's not easy to, to deal with. Of course uh, As I'm not. sure you understand. Of course. Says. Absolutely. So it's more of a support group. And actually, they're meeting this very night. At the at their headquarters here in the old town, uh, just like a, a witches anonymous type thing, but the Pinedale Coven. Uh, I I think if you were to figure out who'd be doing this, if any of them were doing it, that's that's who I'd ask first. Well, thank you, Sharon. I really appreciate that. I'll make that my next stop. Bully, bully, bully. I'm sorry, Sue. That was the wrong answer, judging from our dryer. <laughs> So, Molly, uh, as you leave the Halloween store with your brain full of new possible information, uh, the meeting for the witch's coven or support group, you're not really quite sure yet uh, which it is, uh, is not going to be for another couple hours. Uh, So you could head back to headquarters. You could kick around Pinedale for a little bit. What would you like to do? I'm going to head back to headquarters and see if there's any information that I can get from my coworkers or from my supervisor about the witches coven or just in general about witches. Okay. So you get back in your company car, that old Ford Taurus, mm-hmm. uh, the old brute of a Ford Taurus, uh, head back across the Samson River, get back into the Pinedale Investigative uh, Garage, pull in, park, turn it up, the same thing. You go uh, up the elevator. Hit the uh, main floor, and as soon as you step out of that elevator, uh, that high-cheeked woman, Elva, comes. She like she knew you were coming out of that elevator. Goes, hi, you're back. What'd you find out? Give me, give me some research. Um, I spoke to some of the women that own the shop, mm-hmm. and they're very shaken up. It's been a very I'm rough sure. day. 
um, they let me know that it might be a good idea to attend the witches' meeting tonight. Hmm. They're they're probably the number one suspect right now. I mean, magical items stolen doesn't take a genius like me to figure out uh, what's going on. Uh, her tight, tight curls are bouncing as she like is is thinking from side to side, kind of like a puppy, but a way more beautiful puppy. Uh, I remember she's extraordinarily angular in like a very nice way. Uh, she's, you know, a witch's support group. That's really necessary. I've had some experience in the occult uh before I, I i'm sorry i'd love to attend but they'd they'd sniff me out right away you need to go in a little bit if i'm sorry if i may give you some advice please yes uh i know it's your first mission so witches are dangerous they have magical powers you know magic exists y- yes Alva. i okay. figured that part out good um so you're gonna have to kind of go in a little bit uh, incognito, you know, undercover. Uh, once again, it's Latin. Yeah, I understand what okay. undercover means. How do you suggest Good. I disguise myself? Well, this is a, a support group, so maybe you are experiencing some supernatural. I mean, draw on some personal motivation in which you are, let's say recently experiencing the awareness that there is a supernatural element to the world i mean do you think you can have any sort of motivation like that yeah i think i can kind of channel someone who has recently discovered that there's all sorts of things about the world that she didn't know up until this point okay good. i think i've got that down great yeah, yes, um you. when you go to talk to the witches and once again they're they're powerful they're not all of them evil, but don't commit to anything. They, they take promises very carefully and very seriously. They're a, they're a studious group. Elva, do you have some sort of personal experience with witches? Yes, she says. Do you mind sharing just so I have a little bit more knowledge going in? Yes, she says and begins to walk away. I follow her. Uh, she goes, where are you going? I was, I was just wondering if I could ask you a few more questions. No, she says. Okay, good, good talk. Thank she, you. She keeps walking away on her, on her wedge heels. She turns a corner and if you're still, uh, like on your way, I don't know if you're following her anymore or anything like that, but even if you glance over in the hallway, she's turned the corner and she's not, you can't see her. Okay. She does that. Okay, I'm going to go into the room where my desk is. I'm going to see if I can find Arthur. Okay, he's not in the room where your desk is. I'm going to walk through the building and see if I can find Arthur. He's in his office. Okay. (laughs) Uh, As you enter, you once again see that the whorls on the desks, or the desk is a lot different. In Mm -hmm. fact, it's a a little bit lighter of a color. And it goes, oh, uh, Molly, you're back. Uh, How did the investigation go? Did you catch him? Not yet, Arthur, but I feel like I have a great lead. Okay, and much like a baseball player, I hope you use this lead carefully. I am going to be attending tonight a meeting of a local witch's coven. You're a witch, he says. No, Arthur, I'm I'm investigating. The witches. Yes. Oh, yes, of course. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. Magic items being stolen. Witches need magic items. They might steal them? Potentially, yeah. Great. Um, I was wondering, just because, you know, I'm pretty new to this whole magic thing... Do you have any advice, anything that you could share with me about witches? Mm. Any good information for me to know? Uh, witches uh, can't always control their magic very well. It's it, a little bit off and on. Uh, I'd say for a person who's pretty new to this sort of thing, uh, don't try to impress them in a lot of ways. They have much more experience than you. I mean, more than me even. I mean, I have no magical powers and you don't either. What's what's the the plan, if I may ask? Well, I uh, I ran into Elva outside, oh, and kind of rolls she mentioned Research. that it might be a good idea to approach the meeting and just explain that you know I recently have discovered magical activity no, in Pine hold, hold on a second, you've recently discovered magic in yourself? 
no, 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 no. I recently discovered that magic exists and that the supernatural exists. Oh. And to tell the witches that I'm I'm just looking for support as I process this I and see, looking yes. to learn more uh, the coven- about the supernatural community. Yes, the, the coven in, in Pinedale, uh, we're all right together, I believe is the, uh, the name of the support group. Uh, so if you could find them, I think they're, they're in the old town. When do they meet? Um, I believe it's tonight at 6 p.m. Oh, wow. How fortuitous, he says. Um, it's getting pretty close. I should head that way. Okay. If you need anything, good luck, he says. Thanks, Arthur. Reassuring Uh, as always. No, no. I'm just joshing. Uh, if you do need any extra backup, Roman's a little busy. But if you if you call me, you have my number on your cell phone. There's no flare gun opportunity or, you know, break this thing and it alerts me. Just call me. Okay. Thanks, Arthur. I'll try to come. Okay. Thanks, Arthur. Bye. Bye, Arthur. Okay. okay. I head down to the Witches Coven. I head down to the meeting. So you are headed to the old town. What I want you to, to understand is that you are headed into a group that knows each other and does not know you. How do you how do you enter yourself into a, a group of people that know each other? Extremely anxiously. <laughs> really? How do you make friends as an adult? Great question. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh so as you are driving into the old town, kind of just like back, pretty much where you came from, it's a couple blocks up. You might park outside of a coffee shop or a restaurant uh, next to the old town. There's a coffee shop that has a bit of a reputation in Pinedale for uh, extras in their baked goods. Uh, mellow coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's got the best parking lot in the in the city uh, next to the old town. The old town wavy, windy mm-hmm. streets. Not a lot of room to park. So you park there, uh, headed across the street, you begin to see this just drop-dead gorgeous woman ahead of you, uh, clicking and clacking her way down the, the, the brick, you know, streets. Uh, how does how does Molly react to beautiful women uh, in general? Is she threatened or is she a looky-loo? What's up? Um, I think that I am just very attracted to good style. So every time I see confident, stylish women, I I appreciate and I always take a look to see if I can find any outfit inspiration. Nice. Uh, For this outfit, uh, she is rocking it in whatever it is. Uh, And you see every so often just a halt and a phone up in the air and a snap. And she begins walking again while she's looking at it. Uh, And then a a couple steps later, a halt, a, a snap, and she looks at it again. Uh, but you notice that as she's walking, you, she takes a left and you're not following her or anything, but you also take a left. She takes a right down the windy thing, you take a right, and as you're beginning to get to your destination, uh, she, you see that she heads right in the door, uh, mm-hmm. right before you. Okay. Uh, so you head up the, head, head through the door, uh, obviously with the supernatural being a sort of underground element, there's no big placard. Yeah. It's like, we just support meeting! Uh, but you see a small little, very tiny little, uh, thing, you know, support meeting seven or six thirty, uh, Wednesday nights, right? No room number or anything like that. Um, when I walk into the, so is that outside like the, am I at the right room or no, is imagine it... that you walk in and there's like a bulletin board. Like this is a building that houses, you know, like classroom sized rooms mm-hmm. for this sort of thing, a sort of community center okay. of the old town. And is there any sort of indication as to which specific room I need to go to? Nope. Okay. Um, I look around to see if I can see or hear the woman that I had had followed. Sounds to me like you were trying to investigate a mystery. Indeed I am. Not great. So even with a plus sharp, I rolled a five. Okay, that is a <laughs> failure. Yep. Okay, so you hear clickety clacks of shoes, but it sounds like it's it's all around you. So you might just have to start ducking your head into rooms. Okay. Um I yeah, I do that. Okay. I walk through I have a number in mind and roll one D six. Five. Okay, you open up the door and there's literally nothing in the room. Okay, so I'm gonna keep going to the next one. Okay. Six. Okay, you open the door and there are several women sitting on the floor and there are uh, men next to them. 
And they're going, <laughs> you see Gonna that go ahead and assume that that's not the right one. Four. Okay, you open the door and you see that beautiful woman that you saw in front or before, mm-hmm. and it is a room full of women, uh, dressed in all sorts of different outfits. You see the beautiful woman in a, a like a fashionable, up to date mm-hmm. sort of thing. You see another woman in some sort of like, uh, you know, khakis and a bit of a large earring head band situation kind of a uh, child of a of a different era mm. uh you see some just like jeans and blouses you see some yoga pants and mom sh- outfits but it is all women and they all look at you as you poke your head in um they say or the the woman in kind of the the old old timey or not old timey but let's face it like flower childy yeah yeah flower childy goes hi are you here for support hi i am i know that it must be odd to to have new visitors but um my name is molly and and i'm I'm here to attend the support group meeting oh great because we're we're all right together and you see the the beautiful woman finish the sentence and uh everyone else kind of looks at her a little bit like will you stop it but then they realize, oh, the, you know, that's right. So she kind of looks at her and goes, no, 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 no. We're... Witches. Okay. <laughs> and she goes, so there's like a secret society thing we're trying to do. Come on in. Thanks. My social anxiety is intensifying because not only am I in a group of people that all know each other except for me, but now I have messed something up. So as you begin to sit down, she goes, we're all right together. We're all right together. Perfect. So uh, we've got two new faces here tonight. Uh, let's start with our first arrival. Uh, yeah, so my name is Lilith. Um. Lilith, I don't, great. I don't know if there's more that I'm supposed to say. Like, like I know what AA meetings go like and I feel like that's wrong. <laughs> you see, you see, actually like two women in the mom outfits kind of like nodding like, I know, I also know what AA meetings look like, <laughs> and like, yep, <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> um, I do want to say, like, you know what this acronym is, right? Yeah, it's just like, like it's not great for PR. I'm just gonna say, like, it's not great. It's like it's a bad hashtag. We're not up on branding, I suppose. I don't even know how to use Facebook. Is that like a position I could run for? <laughs> Our, well, right, we're trying to kind of, like I told our other friend, keep it under the radar. If you're here for support, we're here to support you and help the community in secret. I start to giggle a little bit silently to myself because until I heard Lilith say it, I did not realize what we're all right together spelled out. I think I'm going to like this woman. <laughs> and so the, the gray-haired woman in the liberal kind of hippie dressing uh, turns to you and she goes, okay, um, can we hear from you, please? Lilith has rolled her eyes enormously. <laughs> <laughs> Great. My name is Molly. Um, nice. I'm excited to be here and, and to get to know you all. Fantastic. Well, we, we're only uh, waiting for one last person, but I'm sure... Uh, Carmela will be here very soon, she says. So we'll just kind of get started. And she grabs a, a clipboard and all the other women grab their clipboards. And she goes, Do, um, oh, yeah, you don't have clipboards. Well, so, it gets, pointedly gets her smartphone out of her purse. Great. Uh, Molly takes out her, uh, her field notebook oh. and a pencil. Great. Um, we'll get we'll get you some clipboards when it's time. No, uh, thank you. Wh- okay. <laughs> um, before we get going, everybody, I just want to point out one last time for our old members who more established and our new members who are figuring some stuff out. Um, 
there's coffee over there. There's cookies. And we've got the cauldron here in the middle if we need it. Okay. So if you need the cauldron, just let us know. We'll put it into motion. Now, let's let's get up where we're, we're starting with. Uh, we're here uh, picking up old business um, with our beautifying our rural outdoors, which is our mission. Uh, so we're looking to kind of improve the outdoor situation. Yes, I'm sorry. Is something funny? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Just trying to keep up. Okay. So beautifying our rural outdoors, which is our mission. Okay. We are trying to find some rural highways and byways that we can pick up litter from or cast some, maybe some beautification spells. Why aren't we trying to take care of the city that we all live in well then people see um us doing it and we want to be really engaged that's the that's the mission of uh our group is to be engaged in the community while being underneath the community we don't want to be in the community just supporting it like an undercity or a sewer system and all the other women kind of roll their eyes a little bit. I I make eye contact with Lilith and raise an <laughs> eyebrow a little bit. Like, I don't know how I feel about all this. Lilith raises a perfectly sculpted eyebrow. <laughs> so, um, shoot. Do we have any... Uh, I need to get through kind of like... The business. The business. And it's And it's, you know middle class moms and older women that don't have a lot else to do kind of raising should we take this to, to committee and reporting other committee findings and it's like way too slow and you just want to kind of throttle everyone and be like do something stop <laughs> talking about doing something it's one of those kind of things she goes now we'd usually be getting to the point in the night where we discuss our successes and failures with our amazing powers and terrible powers. But I can't help but notice that Carmela is still not here. Has anybody seen Carmela Sweet? And everyone kind of looks at each other and they, they are they're shaking their head and she says, Uh, she was set to give us her committee's report on the upcoming magic potion edibles bake sale. Uh that's how we are hoping to raise some money with the the supernatural community here. Uh to do our everything to afford the coffee and afford the rent. I don't. You were gonna sell magical baked items. Yeah. To we... who? To other super. I'm sorry. You're pretty new, so I'll explain that there's sort of a undercurrent to society. In like a sewer of... system. Like a sewer system. A wonderful functioning sewer system, and uh -huh. all of the supernatural, like you and me, and uh mally over there and uh we're all the wonderful sewage that uh gets along we understand each other even if you know the overton doesn't we'll support each other we all kind of have some connections i'm sure in time in these sewer tunnels so to speak <laughs> that and she's just like oh my god lady go yeah that You'll get to know ins and outs and everyone and the places and the place nots that you can go to find some supernatural support. So, we're having a bake sale with them for magic potions of every kind. I wish Carmela was here. She'd love to tell you. I, uh... I'm I'm rather new to this community, yeah. and I just have a quick question for mm -hmm. you. You talk about these magic potions. Yeah. Where does one get ingredients for oh, magic potions? There's all sorts of places. You know, knick-knack shops that nobody goes to but still seem to stay in business. Uh, Out-of-season holiday stores seem to be our usual fronts. I don't mean to make it sound like a mafia thing, but... We need to, you know, sewers. Um, back alley dealers. I'm sure these kinds of items are very expensive. Sometimes, you know, like Wolfsbane, tough to find. Lilacs, cilantro, all of them have some part in magic, and those are pretty easy. 
So for those more difficult ingredients, mm-hmm. what happens if there's a shortage or if you aren't able to get your hands on some? Well, what happens when there's a shortage on oranges? You don't make orange juice. She says, okay. we just don't get to make any. We haven't had to worry about that. Pinedale's on the river, and we have a pretty good magic community. Mm, I see. I see. Um, so what are some of the things that you were thinking about making for this bake sale? You know, I really wish Ma- Carmela was here to tell you about this. I can't believe she's late. We, She takes her promises to be here very seriously. Excuse me, I'm sorry, but you seem to be very worried about Carmela. I am. Like, do you do think you we should go, go look, look for her? her? Well, that was very cute. You guys harmonized. <laughs> Best friends already. Um, Once again, you're new here. Just hold on a second. And she uh, snaps a finger and nothing happens. And she goes, ladies, this happens. Let's remind ourselves. We're... All right, right together. together. Okay. And she snaps her fingers another time, and the fire underneath the cauldron pops into being. And the cauldron almost immediately, like, weirdly starts to bubble. You know, like, that's five gallons of water. That can't boil that fat. But it does. Magic. Uh, and she just grabs a sprig of something from behind her, and then throws it in the pot, and then goes to the coffee table and grabs another thing off, and kind of, like, takes a small knife out of her pocket and shaves shavings off three shavings off into the pot and she goes and rubs her hands together and then kind of like as if she were smoothing a piece of paper uh rolls her hand over the cauldron she goes okay carmella sweet carmella sweet oh no and so that gets other ladies to like lean a little bit forward Mm. um I don't think Carmela will be joining us tonight. She's tied to a chair. What? Yeah, she's tied to a chair. Um, I'm sure it's nothing, but men in brown cloaks seem to be surrounding Or people, I shouldn't judge. People in brown cloaks seem to be surrounding her. I make eye contact with Lilith. And we exchange a look like, why is this woman not moving or speaking faster if her friend is in danger? She she clearly has been to mel- to mellow ca- mellow coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, okay, these things happen from time to time. Carmela's tied to a chair. That doesn't happen a lot. She's a little bit in trouble, but we're witches. We'll figure this out. Um, Do you have any idea where she is? Is she still in the city? She, she's on concrete somewhere, so she's not in the middle of nowhere. I'm seeing in the distance some sort of, you know, crates and like pallet movers, some sort of industrial zone somewhere in the city. Um, let me just. Does this spell me, have a range at all? Like, would it not work? I know it's in the city. I know that. Let me just try and stop rushing me. Try and get a vibe. Carmelis. Okay, I'm hearing flowing water and very quietly a backing up truck and angry voices about tonight. And she's not looking happy. And so she kind of starts losing her cool. It's practically that you can see her gray curled hair like frizzling out as she goes. And you realize that that's not just like a vibe thing. Like she's beginning to lose (laughs) control over her hair. And she goes, okay, Carmela Sweet is somewhere in the city and is tied to a chair and there's going to be something tonight. And you see one of the, the soccer mom kind of witches like lean forward and kind of touch her like, hey, yeah, chill out. Be okay. And something's going to happen tonight and it's not good. And we need someone to go find her. And uh, I'll go. I'll go with her. Okay. You will go. And you'll find Carmela Sweet. I mean, as members of this new support group slash coven, coven, I don't even know, and I'm a witch. You'll find her and bring her back to us. 
We'll certainly try. If you want to be part of this thing, you're going to have to succeed, and I'm going to... Okay. Okay. Promise me. Brock, ladies. <laughs> I... That seems like a weird ask. I mean, we're going to go try to find we're her gonna... and rescue her, but what if we This can't? is like a big deal. Yeah. Yes. Okay, promise we're me to go. try that you're going to... We're going to try. We're... We promise to try. Okay. But if you don't... If we don't try? I... Oh, okay, fine. Just go. I don't care. <laughs> okay, I can't stand any more of this woman and her indecisiveness and her slowness. So I grab my bag, I take a look at Lilith, and we head on out. Okay. Right, I click-clack behind her. Okay, so Michelle's playing Lilith. I don't know if that became clear. Um, So as you click-clack behind her, uh, Molly, do you have anything to say about shoes? So I know that the shoes that I'm wearing on my feet aren't particularly very stylish. grandpa, very grandpa They're shoes. They're white, uh, white New Balance tennis shoes that I'm wearing with my skinny jeans. Um, it's gonna say my mom jeans too. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I'm dressed for comfort and function. Leave me alone. Anyway, I know that the shoes that I'm wearing aren't particularly stylish, and that totally seems to be your whole vibe here, which I love, by the way. Outfit hey, looks great. Thank but you. how fast can you move in those shoes you've got on your feet? I mean, I'm, like, pretty fast. Have you seen the Jurassic Park movie? True, true. Are I you can saying, run in heels. Are you saying you're that good, though? I mean, I can. Okay. Okay. I choose comfort over style, but I can pull wearing, it off. You can pull it off. Let's I've go. I've been wearing heels for so long. This is more comfortable at this point. Okay. My um, we hurry. Oh, we hurry um, away. Uh, before we start hurrying, let's try to figure out where we think she could be. So we're in some sort of industrial district, which yeah. I know from previous experience, there is an industrial district over on this side of the river. Um, I am not, I guess I'm like, Lilith, Lilith is from the area, so she would know where the industrial district is, probably. So it's probably a place to get some really great grams. So <laughs> yeah, if you want, if you want some of those rustic exposed brick right as a place to go so uh the main industrial places i would say would be oops in uh the northeast corner of the map that we are currently looking at that you can't see i guess i'm gonna have to post this somewhere uh and then uh along these river buildings the atlas warehouses are old time uh warehouse things and then pretty much anywhere near the interstate uh that isn't taken up by other sorts of buildings so she heard water. Mm-hmm. So I think it's either this like river buildings area, right? That's what's one of the areas you said, mm-hmm. and or the Atlas warehouses. I say let's start with the Atlas warehouses because it's on the side of the river that we're currently on. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, I think it's probably going to be faster to drive. Why don't we head over to my car? You have a car? Oh my gosh. I do have a car. I have to warn you, Is it's the a Uber little like two minutes away. <laughs> what? Temperamental. Is the Uber like two minutes away? <laughs> yeah, it's Tuesday. So I actually dropped a pin already, but if you have a car, we can just drive. That's fine. Uh, do I you think really I think we can find parking though? Because, like, um, what's Uber? <laughs> well, it's Lyft, actually, because Uber is, like, not that great right now, so... Okay, uh, if you think it'll be faster, let's do that. Where is it parked? <laughs> uh, um, it looks like it's, like, two minutes away. It's gonna pick us up right outside of... Are we close enough to Mellowhead? You're on, like, the main street. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I just, uh, I, I just, I just had it pick us up right outside of Mellow Coffee. Sounds good. Okay, so we we okay. jog over to Bella Coffee. <laughs> I love it. You jog over to the and you can see your freaking car from right here, and you're just waiting, and you're like, okay, this lift thing must be really important, and you jog and then stop, and wait, and you hear Lilith be like, "Is that?" Nope. <laughs> yeah, oh. Look at every car. Yeah. Nope. Oh, oh no, we're looking for a Toyota Highlander. Oh. oh. No, okay. no and then a Toyota Highlander comes up, <laughs> and it's it's pretty like it drives up, and the man in front kind of like leans out the window, and go Lilith, Lilith. Yeah, 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 that's me. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Climbs in the back very comfortably. Molly follows. 
And he goes, okay, and you've selected uh, the Atlas Warehouses. Okay, it's straight down the road. Perfect. And he goes, there's mints in the back as he starts driving. I am not particularly comfortable in cabs because I have almost always driven myself or walked everywhere. And so I don't really know how to function until I'm, I'm like lean over to Lily. I'm, I'm looking at my phone. Or are we supposed to talk to him? Or like, how do, how do we do this? I mean, like... You can talk to me, but I have the radio. I'll turn the radio up, he says. He's talking way too loud. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and he turns the radio up, and it's like... <laughs> He's going to say, what is it, like, Bob Seger? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, foxy lady. I look at Lilith again and say, is this really better than driving? I mean, I don't have to have a car or pay for parking in the city, so yes. Okay. Um, excuse me, driver? Yeah. How, how close are we? Uh, here. And he, like, slams on the brakes and throws... It's, like, seriously, like... It was, like, a two-minute Uber. <laughs> yeah. He goes, great. I'm, uh, leave me a five-star rating. Love you guys. I'm, like, digging Lily, frantically. Lily, I follow you yes. as you get out. Oh, thanks, babe. Love you. <laughs> I'm, like, frantically digging through my wallet trying to find cash. No, don't worry about it. I got it. It's fine. Okay, but... It I, all happens on the phone. Don't worry about it. Oh, I don't think you paid him. No, okay, I did. Okay, let's go, let's go, um, let's go. So as you, you take hop off out of the car and the car kind of like starts doing a K-turn, like the guy in the in the driver's seat starts doing a K-turn on his way back to pick up another fare, uh, you see very weirdly a shape kind of extend out of the darkness and start to push on the car, push it out of the road. Uh, as it pushes the car into the other lane, into the street light, you realize that it is a 12-foot skeleton.